Welcome to Making Connections, a WMNT series on diversifying our future. If you live around here, the odds are pretty good that you might know somebody with type 2 diabetes. But according to the Federal Centers for Disease Control, one out of every three American adults also has something called pre-diabetes, which basically means you're officially in the danger zone for developing type 2 diabetes, unless you can make some lifestyle changes. And in a new series produced by Parker Hobson, WMMT is sharing stories from people in our community who are dealing with diabetes and pre-diabetes. Today, we hear from Letcher County's own Patsy Adams. I'm Patsy Adams, and uh, actually I was born and raised right outside of Whitesburg, Elm County. Everybody knows around in the area I'm a diabetic and they know the road, how hard it's been for me. I always knew that it's a possibility because, you know, my mother, that's how she died from being a diabetic, ended up taking a toe off, a foot off, and then a leg off, and she died after that. And then my grandmother on my daddy's side was a diabetic. And what I remember staying with her Every summer I'd get to go stay with her. I loved it in the store across the road. She'd get me to go buy her a Diet Right. And I'd never heard of a Diet Right. That was the first Diet Cola that came out. And uh, she did, I remember there was things, she wouldn't eat everything that we ate. So I knew as a possibility I'd become diabetic. Kind of watched it, kind of didn't, you know. And in the last month before they diagnosed me as a diabetic, I was actually sitting here at work, and it got to where I couldn't tell who was at the front desk until I heard him speak. I couldn't see him well enough to know that. Being diabetic is very, very hard on eyesight. And thirsty, oh my gosh, I drank all the time. And I'd always heard that too, so these are symptoms I'd always heard of. Well, I ended up, it came to a weekend, and went to the movies with my children come and got me, and I went to movies with them, and when I got in there, I said to my daughter, I can't read the concession board up there. I said, I can't see that good enough, so she read my what you could get, and After the movie, we came home, and I went in the house and laid down, and for some reason, they came back to get something, and I was almost in a coma. So my daughter, my granddaughter, actually carried me out to the car, and they took me to the hospital, and uh, my sugar was so high, it wouldn't read on the meter that they had. And my doctor was totally amazed because I'd been to see him a couple weeks earlier, and he said it hadn't shown any sign of being diabetic at that time. But they did say that if they hadn't brought me on that day, I could have went into a full-blown coma. Mine, I'm called a brittle diabetic. When I was in the hospital, they said, I've never seen nothing like you. She said, your sugar will drop real low, and I'll give you a little something to make it come up, and it'll go sky high. She said, I don't know how you control it. I said, I don't. I work with it 
24-7. For a diabetic day, for me, I get up, check blood sugar. If it's high or low, that's how I determine my insulin. If I need insulin before I eat, if it's high, I go ahead and do that. Not, I eat, then check it again, do another test. It's continual watching. Do the same thing at lunch, do the same thing at dinner, take a shot before you go to bed. And I can't buy anything off a shelf that I don't read all the ingredients on it. You have to read everything. Because, oh, it'll say sugar-free. Then it'll say 30 carbohydrates. Okay, I better not get that. So much food turns to carbohydrates. Carbohydrates turns to sugar. It destroys your whole body. Being a diabetic eats all your organs up. And I've went into what's called diabetic keoacidosis, I think that's pronounced, twice. It's your blood sugar has got so high that it has to get out of your body. And the only way it can get out is through, and I, it's not pretty to talk about, but you won't even know you're going to have to throw up, and it'll just, you'll just throw up and throw up. And both times they've told me a few more hours, and you probably wouldn't have been with us. Now, I can tell you another story about insulin. It is outrageous. And that's one of the reasons one time I went into that diabetic keoacidosis was because I couldn't afford to get my insulin when I ran out. It was like $147, and I just didn't have $147 extra to give them for that insulin. So I thought, well, I get paid in a few days, I'll get it. Well, by then I was already in the hospital. So once you are actually on insulin, you have to have the insulin or your body will shut down. Sometimes I get so disgusted with it that it seems like no matter what I do, I can't get it to do what I, it's supposed to do. But like right now, I'm feeling better. I do more walking than I used to do try to eat right, and I was having anxiety attacks. I'm not doing that anymore, and where I live over in now that holler, me and Jackson was walking this morning, my grandson, and I said, wow, it's a cardio, because you go up one hill and down the other, so, but yeah, I can do more stuff, and I feel better about it, so it does, it makes a difference with anybody, and we say, well, in the olden days, my family they ate that back and ever meat and all that unhealthy food, but they also worked from daylight to dark. People's lifestyles get so busy that it's easier to run through a fast food place and grab something as to go home and cook, but it's certainly not better for you. My dad's mother she was a pretty bad diabetic, but she was lucky enough not to lose limbs. And that's my biggest fear, too, my eyesight and my limbs. I, I think of that often. So for people, it's very, very important. Even maybe if you don't even have the symptoms, ask your doctor sometimes. Say, I'd like to check and see where my level is. 
and they do a very simple blood test called A1C. And that's the only way you can really know for sure. There are symptoms once you are a diabetic, but it may not happen until you really are. If you get checked and they can tell you're already a pre-diabetic, start now exercising, watching what you eat. Let's catch this before because once I got the symptoms of eyes bad and me drinking and stuff all the time, I was already a diabetic. Like I said, I knew there was a possibility, but I didn't realize how simple it was to find out. I guess I'm bad because people say, you know, I drink all the time. I'm so thirsty. I say, have you had J1C checked? I'm real bad to do that. Go get it checked. You may be a pre-diabetic. You may be a diabetic. It's no fun. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Go get it checked. It ain't gonna hurt. You've been hearing from Patsy Adams from Letcher County. If you do get your A1C checked and it turns out you do have prediabetes, there is still time to make changes that can slow or even prevent type 2 diabetes. One option for doing that is a lifestyle change program designed by the federal CDC called the Diabetes Prevention Program. It's offered in small groups across the region, including at the Kentucky River District Health Department, Juniper Health, the Cloverfort Clinic, the Johnson County and Clay County Health Departments, and online. For more, and for a short quiz to see if you might be at risk, check out doihaveprediabetes.org. For WMMT, I'm Parker Hobson. Making Connections is brought to you by WMMT Mountain Community Radio. Find out more at makingconnectionsnews.org.